0: Morning crew, morning team, ah, there we go, everyone's good, jumping on right now, morning Allison. morning Jimmy, morning James and Sean, happy Friday to you guys, it is Friday, <coughs> Hardik there coming in from YouTube, good to see you mate, and Jay, happy Friday to you mate, hopefully wherever you are, you're awesome and well as always, welcome back to the regulars, Uh Is YouTube chat working? Hardik? Yes, mate. YouTube chat is working. Can see it through loud and clear. Great to see you, mate. Fantastic. Good to have all of you guys here with me this morning, Uh, Friday morning. Good morning, Pratesh. Um, Oh, thanks, Pratesh. And sometimes, uh, yeah, sometimes we've got to think about that one, don't we? Um, Sam's got a great picture about... uh, the emotions that people go through in the market I might dust that one off next week and and do a little bit more on it as well so thanks for the shout out mate appreciate it Pratesh. Good morning to you guys Laura and Brandon and Chris and Dean. great to see a bunch of you guys jumping on so listen hey good morning folks uh, as many of you know uh, I do this each day if you are new give us a shout out in the chat um, my name's Jason Witten and uh, in property investing well over 20 years, and uh, helping property investors uh, with my coaching and mentoring business. Myself and Sam Saggers, uh, my partner, business partner, we've been helping property investors across Australia and New Zealand since 2003, Uh, well over 7,000 property investors uh, in our program, building their property portfolio, going the distance. You guys know this one. This thing's a marathon, not a sprint we got to buy well and never sell. Uh, The point is to own real estate that turns into income, producing assets in your future. And uh, if joining me each morning from Monday to Friday for about 10 or 15 minutes on a little Wealth Coffee chat helps you out, then that is awesome. That's great. And if ever you want some extra strategy, some extra tactics, some extra insight and support and coaching, give us a shout out. That's what we do. But good to see you guys here. If you're new, um, say hello in the chat. Say new. Great to hear uh, where you're from and what you're up to. Good morning, Priscilla and Bradley and Marat and Margaret. Uh, Roel. Roel? Roel? Jeff. G'day, mate. Good to see all of you guys here. Hey, today I wanted to talk about um, are we on the cusp of a rent boom? I think we are. Uh, And the data is showing some really interesting signs. Now, Uh, Tonight, many of you guys know I catch up with uh, another good buddy of mine and um, he's been in the financial planning, the banking um, and also the share market world for over 20 years and we go a little bit toe-to-toe. We we have a good conversation about investing and the market in general. Andy Fenton is his name. And tonight I'm going to dive a lot deeper into this. We spend about an hour. It's called Wealth, Wine and Wisdom. (laughs) <laughs> wealth copy chats in the morning and each Friday we do a wealth, wine and wisdom so join me tonight if you want to go deeper on this stuff but um, I think the marketplace and some interesting um, convergences of information, data, statistics uh, are going to show up and are starting to show the first signs um, um, first signs of Getting ready for a rent, uh, a rent boom. Now, um, for many of us, we might be in certain places, e.g., Melbourne, where rents have dropped um, um, in the last year and a half because of the significant challenges that COVID has brought. Okay. Uh, on the flip side, you go to somewhere like Canberra or Brisbane, you know, rents are going up. So. Um, This is not down to each specific property, but what I'm saying, and I'll show you in a sec, is that there's information, some data showing us early signs of what could be to come. Because, like you guys know, team, gang, you know, um, I was talking about product and, and construction shortages in 2018 and 19, way before COVID hit, and myself and Sam were talking about this. We saw the data, the early data and now it's shown up in undersupply like we've never seen. So um, what I'm talking about now is not tomorrow, but this is 12, 18 months, two years away. The data is showing what is coming, okay? So that's what I'm talking about today. Um, A few good good questions in the chat also. Alexis, thank you for that. Um, Succession planning. Hey, that's a great one. And uh, what I might do, uh, Alexis, and that's a good one. I might line that up for a wealth, wine, and wisdom with Andy Fenton. He is an a, a, an absolute legend at success in planning. So um, thank you for that. That's good. Um, Priscilla, um, depending on where your property is, uh, let me know where your property is, Priscilla. It'd be good to understand the market. Um, and, um, you know, Brendan's having or experiencing something opposite. So, uh it's great. Give us a shout-out where these properties are, team. it uh, be good to sort of uh, hear what and where. Um, but as always, let's get into it and have a little bit of a look at some of the data, some of the information, you know, why am I seeing, what am I seeing right now? And this one's a really interesting one. Again, a uh, big shout-out to my good friend, uh, Timmy Boyle. Tim is an absolute legend. He gets all sorts of amazing bits of data from all over the place. He's a data king, and uh, I get to uh, I get to grab his uh, charts and data and um, um, charts and data and talk to you guys about this thing. Have a look at this team. The household debt to income ratio is the lowest. The lowest we have um, we have seen in almost 20 years. What does that mean? What does that mean, team? Tell me in the chats um, what you guys think that means. It's the lowest debt to income ratio we have seen in 20 years, okay? What does that mean? gang, that means it's actually dollar for dollar, not price but the amount of money that you use in your income, the average income used to buy an average property right now in 2021 is cheaper cash-wise than it was in 2003. Team, gang, check that out, right? Why is it cheaper? It costs less dollars now or it's about the same, okay, but it, it marched up there obviously, right? Because of one thing. Tell me what, yeah, buying power. Yep, absolutely. Tell me what has caused it to be so inexpensive right now. You guys know this. You guys know this. We've been talking about this for yonks, right? Um, It's interest rates, right? And cash rates as we look into the market. They're the lowest in history. And, and what does that mean to us as property investors? Bradley, Brendan, Sean, you guys are on it. Um we got some quantitative easing in there Melinda there's some there's some um yeah there's some some technical stuff behind the scenes here money is cheap dead right by oh, hardeck interest rates first home first home owners listen first home owners got free houses team like like people made money by buying their first home like they got real cash it's been a crazy interesting time in the last two years and I don't think it's going to get less interesting for the next two to five to be honest but uh, I'm pretty pumped about what's going on right now so um, let's go there's it's low interest rates all right it's the lowest cost to housing and so um, what is going on behind the scenes all right let's have a little look at that money's cheap to borrow and the the country, the government, the banks all want us to borrow money because what we do know, and debate this all you like, but the construction industry in Australia is a blunt instrument the, the politicians have used to stimulate our economy for decades. Okay, um, I, think, I personally think they should learn to do something else, personally, even though I'm in the real estate industry. Uh, I think it's flawed economically long term for the country's productivity, but I'm benefiting, you're benefiting from property investing right now. Um, so I'm not going to complain too loudly, but I would encourage governments to do other things. But that's what Andy Fenton and I talk about, so I'm not going to dive into that today, all right, um, um, as, you, as you go. Allison said there's, you know, lots of people now in sharing sites, like it's an interesting time. So have a look at this, gang. This is the cash rate, the cash rate. Okay, and if we look back at the cash rate in you know nineteen ninety all right, there has been a decline to literally uh half a percent I think it's 0.05 or something right now the cash rate okay so all right, well, cash rate is low uh well, you know, how do the banks make money well did any of you guys notice that the banks made billions of dollars just recently in their profit, their profit announcements? The banks don't miss out, team. I can tell you, their margin, their risk right now is lower than they've had in a long time. It, it lower risk and, and bigger profits for them. You can see it in their things. Will this cash rate go up anytime soon? I don't think so. And. There's a few reasons why. And if we look to other places around the world, Japan and others, once we've reached a low threshold, the whole country now is used to a 3%, 2% interest rate. Imagine, just imagine, gang, the whole country went from a 2% interest rate to a 4% interest rate. Imagine that happened. What would happen to the, the economy? It would be in shock. And Andy and I talked about this the other week. I think the government and the banks, well, certainly the government and the RBA, they've backed themselves into a corner here. However, we'll see what happens. But it would be a shock, an economic shock, shock a pretty significant one, technically, for people to double the cost of their payments if interest rates went from 4%. To uh, a two percent to four percent. Just imagine that. All right, um, as you go, and they own the <laughs> insurers. too. yeah, yeah, exactly, mate. Um, yeah, they're doing share buybacks, um, all sorts of stuff. Alison, you're dead right. They're on it, right? But have a look at this. You know, oh, are we in a lending boom? Well, no, not really. I mean, we're not. We're not out of control. We're still at low levels. I, I, I talked about this the other day. This is. Um, this is the GFC 2009 we haven't even we haven't even climbed back up to investor lending levels of the worst financial crisis the world had ever seen the GFC okay and even if we climb back up here that's perfectly fine that's perfectly healthy we need that in australia to stimulate the new construction Industry because gang team. Let me tell you this, right? Owner occupiers, by and large, aren't the ones stimulating the construction industry when it comes to non houses. They don't. Um, they don't, by and large, buy apartments or townhouses. Okay. Um, uh, and the house industry, once it's gone through its first home buyers, then what? Okay. Then what? What goes on? So it's an interesting, interesting, it's an interesting question. Where are we with that stuff? So the share of new lending. All right, and we are starting to see, we're starting to see monthly uh, or yearly growth uh, rent values starting to increase because because team we we actually had rent growth decline. Um, for quite a long time. And it doesn't take Einstein to work out dollar for dollar, dollar for dollar, like just just team, check this out. All right, we put that there and we go up here and we have a look at, uh, where is it? 2009, I'll go back to my chart. I should have put them side by side, 2011. Um, Here we go, 2011. Where are we? Look at that. Check out that. So we went down here in cost team and we went down here in dollar for dollar rent growth. So what does that mean? People say, oh, I had to drop my rent $50. I had this conversation the other day, okay, with an investor. They got an off-the-plan property in 2019. Okay, the interest rate, that they would have achieved in 2019 was 3.5% and now they're achieving 2.5%, okay? Yeah? Their rent quote was 550 and now they're achieving 500. As a percentage team, do the math just quickly for me on this. Quick, do the math, All right? What was the percentage percentage? Of a full 1% drop here as a percentage of a $50 drop there, okay? Um, I should have prepared myself earlier when it comes to this calculation, but how's this? How's this, right? So if we do 2.5 divided by 3.5 equals, that's close enough. Call it a 25% drop. I think it's pretty close to that. I'm just quickly doing it on my calculator. So the cost of money dropped 25%, but as a ratio of um, the rent, that only dropped 9%, okay, or whatever it was. So the answer is, so what? You're still winning. You're dead right, Alison. Okay, so team, what we must do, and this sort of goes back to yesterday's conversation too, right? you've got to deal with facts, take the emotions off the table, do your numbers. They are still winning. They're still winning. And, you know, there might be a conversation there, um, and this might um, apply to you, Priscilla. Priscilla, when you first bought that property, what was your interest rate? I'd be curious to know because right now, even if you dropped your rent $50, was your interest rate 5% when you first bought the property and now it's 2%? You're still winning, uh, and this is what we must do. We must be smart as property investors. We must analyze and do our numbers, because you can't be influenced by information in isolation. Compared to what, according to who? And Allison said, "Well, so what? So what? I dropped my rent. I'm still ahead. I'm actually up twenty percent net in my pocket." Because the cost of money dropped. And what will happen some point soon, here's my call, team, here is my call, is I think in the next 18 months to three years, this is my call, we're going to see cash cannot get any lower. It can't get any lower. We'll get the interest rates aren't going to see anything lower. And right now, I saw, I saw, employment rates uh, improve they drop from six percent to 4.5 or something and we're going to see incomes go up and when incomes go up and and economies stabilize a little bit and, and jobs become a little bit more um, firm we're going to see rents rise and that's why I'm saying right now to me um, to me I think we're on the cusp of a Rent, boom. Now, it's not tomorrow, right? So uh, when I talk about things like this team, real estate's a slow gig. It's a slow beast. You guys know this. Uh, It's a bit of a slow gig, right? So um, I'm talking, call it 18 months to 36 months into the future, there'll be pressure on rents and rents will grow quite fast um, because they're being left behind. Um, and there's pressure building up. So there you go. That's my call. Will it happen? We shall see. Uh, I'm certainly no economist, but you know, from what I know about economists, they can say ludicrous things, get it wrong, and still have a job. Jay, <laughs> I tell you. Um, but for me, I know a little bit. I know a lot about a little bit of things, which is what are the things that make pressures in real estate on the ground the nitty-gritty? Of property prices rising and rents rising, um, and Sam and I have studied this for 23 years now. Um, and uh, you know, we're not we're not always right, but we're pretty good at it. There you go. Anyway, that's that's it. I'm I'm done. Wealth copy chat done. Hey, listen, join me tonight because myself and Andy are going to dive into this info. We're gonna we're gonna rip in there a little bit more, and. Um, yeah, Jared. Rent demand in Tassie is ferocious. Yeah, I, I, it blows me away because the 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 wages in Tasmania are extremely low. Um, the economy is actually pretty average in 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 Tassie, but team the rents are rising out of control. So there you go. Anyway, good good to see this stuff, right? Because then you go well. Okay, that, that's a that's a that's a great isolation study. Is that when supply becomes so low, when supply is constrained so much, um, there's no other choice, right? It's kind of it's like we don't care if you've got a low salary. This is what you're paying for rent. That, that's so when supply uh, and demand are out of whack so far, that's interesting, right? So these, it's good to notice these things. Team, study this stuff, understand it, um, for us as property investors, because we can use that stuff in in making decisions. Anyway, that's good. Love it. Thanks, team. And, and the same in Central Coast. All right, gang. Uh, you guys are awesome. Thanks for uh, for joining me as always. Join me tomorrow for another. No, not tomorrow. I'm not doing it tomorrow. It's Saturday. No, you can you can be hanging around, but I won't be here. <laughs> Join me tonight if you want to have a bit of a deeper dive on this stuff and plenty more. Myself and Andy Fenton will rip into it. Join us tonight at 5 p.m. Glass of wine. We have one cheeky glass of wine and 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 chew the fat. And uh, if you can join us, that would be super cool. On these same bat channels, as always, um, you guys take care. Be awesome. And bye for now. Join me tonight if you're up for it. See you, folks. Have a great weekend if I don't see you tonight. Bye-bye.